What sort of story do we have today? Biography or mystery, a fairy tale or fable? What is the genre of our book today? Fiction or non-fiction, tell me, do you think you're able to guess from the title or the cover illustration? Is this a book of poems or a book of information? Tell me, what sort of story do we have today? Look, what is the genre of our book? Welcome back to Redemptive Tales. This is Amy Embody. Last time we were together. Two bear cubs had just put together the tallest, longest, highest, biggest ladder you could ever imagine. Do you remember what they were going to be doing? Well, you'll find out today in Ursa Major, Part 2. At last, they had built the biggest hugest, most tremendously long ladder ever to be found in the northern woods. The night they finished the ladder, the wind smelled of sun-dried leaves and far-off campfire smoke. Beaver held the bottom sturdy as they wrangled the unwieldy ladder into position against an old oak. The poles stretched far up into the sky, farther than seeing. Sister Cub put her paw on the bottom rung and found her tongue dry with nervousness. No matter. Adventure was sometimes alarming, but always interesting. And it usually changed you, which was the most interesting thing of all. She hoisted the bucket they had gathered of the season's last blueberries and put her paw to the next rung. Brother bid Beaver farewell. He felt that whatever happened at the top of the ladder would make everything different, maybe forever, and he said so. Exciting, said Beaver, unflapped. Beaver built. He didn't climb, not in his body and not in his mind. But he was a very good builder for all that. Brother started up the ladder after his sister. When he and sister were many rungs up, the ladder swayed and their stomachs swayed with it. Their cave way down there looked about as big as an ant hole. Beaver's dense and solid dam looked as skinny as a single strand of fur. I am a little afraid, said brother. Me too, sister admitted. They climbed on. A few breaths farther up, brother shouldered the bucket as it was clanking uncomfortably against sister's leg. I can't smell a thing, brother said suddenly. It unnerved him, depending on scent as bears do to make sense of the world, to climb into an odorless void. Grimly, sister nodded. They climbed on. 
Now the cave, the dam, the vale, the meadow, and even the towering mountains had all disappeared. Up here, there was only the fog-wispy air, the scratchy bark of the ladder rungs, and the cubs' own panting as they climbed and climbed and climbed. Look! Sister Cub shouted. Brother was so startled he nearly dropped the bucket. He couldn't see anything special, just black sky and white cloud, but he knew Sister saw things before he did. After some moments, he saw it too, the first glimmer of light piercing the darkness. A few more rungs, more glimmers, a sparkling. A few more rungs, and he noticed not only the sparkling, but a rhythmic melody. Was it like the river as it splashed past, or the rain as it just began? The sound grew louder and more varied, and the lights grew brighter and more colorful as the cubs climbed towards them. They're singing, Sister breathed. The cubs stopped, gripped the ladder, and stared. They had reached the stars. All around them, the stars' songs rose and fell, as distinct and intermingled as bird songs way down on earth. One melody twittered cheerfully, one seemed to sob, another lifted and swelled, carried upon a hundred different voices. Heard together, the songs seemed to be one song, a sprawling, rowdy kind of song, with wrong notes as well as soaring harmonies and missed beats as well as rousing rhythm, but even then, thrillingly beautiful. The crowded stars were clustered by constellation. There was the bull, pulsing purple, lowing a baritone. There were, ah, oh, the Pleiades! Glittering greenly, their song rose and fell almost too quickly to follow its melody, which, sister had to concede, sounded an awful lot like a debate. There were also thousands upon thousands of stars they did not know, in blues and golds and reds. Every constellation swayed slightly as a group, as sister had seen river reeds do in the wind. There's Ursa, brother said, not five bare strides above them. Just at the top of their ladder was Ursa Major, shining, huge, and splendid. Oh, my, they're really going to meet Ursa Major. And did you know that the Bible tells us that when God made the stars, they sang together. Do you think that's the kind of star song that brother and sister cub heard as they climbed to the very top of that tall ladder? Oh, my. Well, next time we'll find out. 
if they actually get to speak with Ursa Major. Till then, this is your friend Amy Imbody. See you next time at Redemptive Tales. What do we have today?